As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Coming up on TMS, queer and present danger. Hunger Games for hillbillies. Drunk cherries. I can't believe it's not but tar. Underwear crapnel. Would you like fries with that, baby? Hairiest, gayest bear man. Jumbuck and Tucker is my favorite Starsky and Hutch spinoff. Peepoo is the new love the show, though. Undie fragments. Screams and carapace air. A Krabby Royale with cheese. Medieval end times. Isn't there a giant hamburger mayor called Mayor McSomething? <laughs> Backstabby Ramalam with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We have to be careful <laughs> if you want to live a long time. That was my left testicle. The Morning Stream. This damn bike. I hate this bike. I hate this freaking bike, stupid bike. Good morning and welcome to TMS, everybody. It is the Morning Stream for T... Uh, what are we? November 28th, 2022. It is episode 2382. Just to confuse you with all these numbers. <laughs> oh my gosh, those are so many numbers that's a lot man i can't believe we're almost 2400 episodes it won't be that long until we hit that oh, wow i'm kidding uh, I don't, you don't really celebrate 2400 though right like um who cares no yeah. i'm trying to think of a I keep my mind keeps going to the 2600 so yeah. will we play atari when we get to 2600 oh that sounds like fun we could play yeah, uh, it's we, a year we, from now yeah <laughs> it, would, it would sound like uh, this Everything sounds oh, like that. that. Yep. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Anyway, uh, the sound chip on the 2600 was garbage. Let me just put that out there for the world to hear. And now let's move on with the proper show. How was your Thanksgiving? Man, I, Bob, we had the turkey and the whatnot and the things and the stuff. And it was all very nicely contained uh, with just my kids and in the house. Carter, notwithstanding, she's over in Iceland. But she made Thanksgiving for a bunch of her foreign friends, new friends over there. And yeah. had like uh, uh, homemade uh, American jambalaya, and they all loved it. Which seems uh, like it'd be a lot better than a baked sheep head. I saw that photo, and I'm uh, oh I'm yeah, forever scarred. Isn't that? T- <laughs> I mean, that's normal for them. They she says they all right, love it. Right. They buy a yeah. whole sheep's head in a thing, and then you go you go cook it up, grill it up, whatever, and just eat the head. 
F oh, off. I'd like the cheek, please. Can I have the cheek? I don't want that at all, dude. Yeah. The cheek. No. Give us the cheek. The cheek. I want the cheek. Uh, Nikki Ackerman's. I hope she did not see that photo because uh, that would that would be. Oh, she'd just figure out a way to clone it and then we'd have two. <laughs> That's right. We just have two. Like, oh, can I have some of the cells from that for yeah. my. <laughs> so you did the double up thing, right? Or maybe even three we of these? We did the double up. We had a Thanksgiving with uh, my family on Thursday. Went to uh, Uncle George and Aunt Barb's house. They grilled a turkey and then um, deep fried a turkey. So we had two, two different styles, two different um, uh, like levels of crispiness on the outside, which was great. It was all of it was moist. It was like you know, just just how you want it. Um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, and green bean casserole, and be great if those turkeys were like and... related, like they were siblings or something. You know what's that? If those turkeys were related, <laughs> that would hey, be Bill, great. Uh, what's happening to you? I'm good putting the deep fryer. How about you, Bob? Oh, I'm getting grilled. Ooh, I'd way hours. way more want to get grilled than deep fried. I think if I was a turkey, I don't know. I mean, it's a quicker. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> That's true, uh, and it's not like you put them in their lives, so there are long no, dead, no, it's not like lobster. Yeah. No, but Jeez. whenever you do like crawfish or lobster, I always think this is terrible what we're doing to them. Yeah, like to keep them fresh and good, we have to do it this way. But you can hear them like screaming or whatever the hell that sound is they make. It's, it's really that. just all the air escaping from their carapace. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. Uh, we also did a thing Friday night, had a, a second Thanksgiving with um, uh, the real Chris Brown and uh, his kids, two of his kids. Yeah. And that one was great because we actually got leftovers from that one. We got no leftovers from Thursday, but we did end up getting leftovers Friday. So Whoa, uh, Thursday was... you had two turkeys and no leftovers. That's crazy. Right, exactly. And then Friday we had one turkey and lots of leftovers, and, and everybody ended up with leftovers. For that one, I we were going to do those uh, that fry day thing where my friends had the uh, deep fryer. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was going to make little hand pies, pumpkin pies, and cherry pies. I ended up making those, but I just cooked them myself as opposed to deep frying them with mm. um, at the at the party that got pushed a week out and I took those to the to Chris Brown's thing though that those ended up great mm. really really good I cooked the cherries with some uh with some bullet bourbon and uh oh. which gave them a nice like richness Dude, um, there's nothing better than cherries that are like treated that way I love oh it. yeah drunk cherries baby like yeah. real cherries <laughs> wouldn't even recognize them real cherries are going, no, Who the hell no are it's you? like those cherries are the ones that have been out too long they you know yeah. coming in uh late <laughs> smelling a booze oh yeah they don't i don't even know you anymore that cherry would say to the other cherry exactly oh it was terrible but um, yeah, that yeah. Sounds good, and i had really had, had a good two days of uh of eating and now i'd like to uh start making my the graph in noom uh go the other direction oh down, okay all right preferably have yeah. that hurt yeah hurry up because christmas is you know is looming exactly and, uh, exactly it doesn't want you to lose any weight either uh well while while i was in between things um Oh, there's a lot that went on this weekend. One thing I can't even talk about yet, but the one thing I do want to talk about is I discovered that Quentin Tarantino, the director, yeah, yeah, sounds like SpongeBob, and I brought proof. <laughs> okay, <All> right, <laughs> let's hear it. Here's some audio proof of what I'm talking about. So first, let's hear Tarantino in just a uh, is this a little piece of an interview he was doing, and I don't even remember the context. He was talking about fans trying to talk to him or something. Here's what he said. 
So see if you can tell the part where where he sounds like SpongeBob. And then even like walking outside, like some tourist family were like, ah, just I, I, all right. <laughs> I think I found it, Scott. You think I think you found, I found it? the point at which he uh, yes. So so here's Tarantino, ah! and here's SpongeBob. Ah! Now it's not quite the vibrato-y thing that SpongeBob does, a wow 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 kind of thing, but it's there. Hey, ah! Let me see your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy cheeks, where's your feet? Show me your feet. That's right. That's right. Oh my lord! Anyway, you ever had a crusty crab burger with cheese. You know what they call those in France? <laughs> they call them something real. Ah! There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> anyway, I just had to share it because that's freaking weird. And uh, that's great. I don't know why it's stuck in my head, but it did. Uh, you also saw a movie. I want to see this movie. The menu. It's got two, two. Mad yes. Max alumni in it. Uh, one who just right. finished filming a new Mad Max film. Really, yeah, I was going to say alumni for a film that hasn't come out yet. I, yeah. Could you? <laughs> I think it still counts, but not barely. I mean, whatever. It's just interesting to see Nux and Furiosa in the same That's right. A Furiosa thing. to be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and Nicholas Holt. Um, you've also got uh, Judith Light from Who's the Boss? Oh, my like, Lord. I haven't seen her in forever. Weird. John Leguizamo is in this. Uh, Ray Fiennes, of course, is kind of the, the menu. The, the menu. Um, I I liked it for what for what it is. It is a, it's absolutely like a biting social commentary. And it's Adam McKay, so it shouldn't surprise anybody. Oh, it's very, I didn't know this is an Adam McKay joint. I had no idea. Yeah, it's very don't look up. Um, I felt, it reminded me a lot of The Hunt with mm. uh, Betty Gilpin that... Um, like Hunger Games for Hillbillies kind of thing. I don't know the better description of that, but I don't remember the hunt. The hunt was uh, just a few years ago. Uh, like this woman wakes up with a uh, uh, like handcuffed or or tied up or something. Let me see if I can find. It's been a while since I've seen the hunt, and and uh, I can't find Adam McKay's name on any of this. Let's see. Director, oh, really? Mark Mylord, writer Seth. I guess Reese. I'm sorry. He was producer, not director. Mike oh. Mylord is the director, but okay, all right. Um, and Will Ferrell is another uh, producer on this thing. But it's it feels like it's right up the the same alley um, as uh, Don't Look Up and uh, like where where it's you know you've got those movies that are very. Um, thinly veiled social commentary and you don't, you know, you're like, oh, I guess, I guess this kind of does represent the, the haves and the have nots and the, and the, this one, there's no veil. It's basically like, oh, hey, here's a bunch of horrible people. Yeah, that makes <laughs> what sense. What would you like, what would you like to have happen to these horrible people? When you hire, and also when you hire Paul Adelstein, you basically are saying, hey, we need a douchebag. Uh Right. You know, probably a nice guy in real life. I'm not making any judgments there, but Paul well, Adelstein so. plays nothing but douchebags. So yeah, pretty much nice. Uh, I have to look up Paul Adelstein because I don't know. Oh, him you'll know him in a heartbeat. Do. Here, I'll send you a thing. Thanks. He's uh, there. He is. Oh yes, yes yeah, that, that guy. guy. He's just always a douche. He, is he a douche in this? I assume he is. Got to be a douche, right? In this movie, I'm sure. Oh, he is in this movie, but he's uh, in real life. I'm uh, sure he's nice. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. He's all right. I'm sure. So give, uh, give me a scale, like a review. like a, I would say uh, if we're doing, I would give it, uh, oh, by the way, uh, amazing that a movie like this still can have a lot of crazy food porn in it. Because mm. <laughs> you're basically looking at, at uh, 
from the previews, you know that Rafe Fiennes is this this incredible chef who's got this uh, island paradise where he serves a select number of guests at a time a a custom menu. There you yeah, go. That's sure. that's uh, uh, that that's kind of all you need to know. But there's a lot of food porn, like uh, you know this such and such reduction with the bone marrow, blah blah, and uh, you know and, and sparklets of this kind of seawater thing and, and that Ooh. sort of thing. I haven't seen the trailer even, so I don't even know. It sounds oh, okay. it sounds like to me like uh, okay. I, I'm going to make a guess here, but I also don't want to spoil sure. anything, but I'm sure. totally I'm not, guessing. And I probably won't tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah, so listen. So let's, here's the rules. I will say a thing, Brian, completely uh, not Stop obligated face, to answer no this. No reaction if, if, need, yeah. if no need be. If you want to, great. You don't have to, though. So here's, here's my initial Im- impression from the poster. Bunch of rich people go to a place where an enigmatic uh, master chef makes them a bunch of food. And then at the end, it turns out they're eating poor people or something. Am I anywhere in the right? Am I anywhere? Did, I, did I, did I stay stone faced <laughs> enough to, to not give anything away? You did. But I honestly, that is all, I don't even, I've not seen the trailer. I know nothing. I just have okay. this feeling. You know, from, from looking at the movie poster, what I would gather is a bunch of people are in a movie where they forgot to turn the lights on. Oh, great. Except lots for of, one flashlight with a camera. Lots of dark, <laughs> uh, dark, dark stuff. All right. Very nice. That's right. Uh, well, cool. Uh, anyway, yeah, worth no, seeing, though. Uh, worth, worth seeing in theaters. Waiting for it to come home. I would home, say, like, oh, no, I think this one, you know, you can probably wait till it's streaming. There's no, there's, there's beautiful cinematography, but it's nothing that you have to race out and see. The only, um, there's some potential of things getting spoiled if you wait too long but other than that i'd say no you're not in any any hurry to uh to go see this in theaters it's an but, oscar um, bait or do you think uh they'll, they'll you know. um maybe original screenplay okay but probably i would say probably not i mean we're already seeing so many things coming up that look like they're going to be um, that they're going to dominate the Oscars, Fablemans, and um, uh, the oh geez, a, a Till no, a Till is one of them. But then there's another one, Tar. Oh, a Till, Tar, <laughs> Till and Tar. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, sounds like a comedy group or something. It I does. Right? I haven't Till heard of Tar. Tar. Is Tar a uh, Tar is with Kate Blanchett, I believe, and it's about a. Oh, the guitar lady. Right? Really? Okay. Uh, I, well, no, she's up with music. Um, oh, maybe that's just her name. Yeah. Conductor, yeah. Lydia Tar. sorry. <laughs> For some reason, I hear the name Tar, and I thought guitar. Guitar, right, And sure. she was a famous guitarist, but no, she's, she's like a, a conductor. She plays the guitar, and she comes from Qatar, and she... Uh, <laughs> She uh, used a lot of uh, butter. Yeah, butter. Oh man, uh, I can't believe it's not butter. She'll she'll use. (laughs) Uh, No, that that seems really. I mean, she's always good. So whatever. She is always good. So yeah, this is one that's probably you know another one that's going to come around. uh, Yeah, at least her uh, anyway. Oscar time. Yeah. Um, So now is the time that Tina and I start ramping up our our movie watching with the. Oh, here are the early ones we think that are going to be. Oscar bait, and then as we start getting closer, and all the, the 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 Hollywood rags start putting out there, these are the movies you must see before Oscar night. We start looking at kind of the ones that they all seem to agree on and seeing those. 
Yep. And um, you, I assume this year you're going to do like you always do. You're going to go for it and watch them all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, always, we, we always enjoy that. And uh, It's the Ibbit way, uh, and I love it, because then I get to hear is. about stuff I never see or won't see for a while or whatever. <laughs> or we'll or we'll perpetually keep on a list to yeah. never watch again. I mean, when did, when was, um, was it 2019 that uh, Parasite? Uh, Parasite won that uh, year? I think 2018. 18? <laughs> I can't remember. You might be right. It's been that long? Jeez. I need to hurry up. Uh you do. Freaking Hulu uh, it, has it. Why well, don't I watch well, Hulu? Well, I'm sorry, it was 2019. It was 2019? Okay. Yeah. Well, did they give him the award in 2019 for a film that came out in 2018? No, I think it was a movie that came out in 2019 and won the Oscar in 2020. Right. That was the last one before the pandemic business. That makes sense. Yes. I think that's right. So, uh, yeah, I don't even know if Parasite is still on Hulu. You it may, is. It's always there. May, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. It, looks, it looks at me every time I come in and it goes, what are you doing? I think it makes me feel guilty. <laughs> Every time I use Hulu, well, I'm like, I'm just coming through for some Futurama. Excuse me, pardon me, and that movie's going. What are you doing? No, how about me? Yes, it's, it's, but it does it in Korean, so I'm like, I can't understand. I don't uh, have that stuff. I'm good. You know, and uh, boy, if you like the subtitles, Scott, wait till you hear my recommendal this week because it, there's so many. There, <laughs> there are people having conversations in two different languages that can understand each other and you're watching the subtitles for both of them. It's, it's, uh, sign me up, sign me up. Yeah. Get, get ready for, get ready for a novel dressed as a, as a movie. I can't, I can't wait. Oh, it's a movie. All right. We already have a hint, everybody, not a television. Actually, show. it's not, it's a television. Oh, show. damn it. It's a series, but it's cinematic in its presentation, right? It is cinematic in its presentation. Yes. Well, then what else can you even ask for? Uh, All right. Well, I know what we can ask for. We can ask for Dunaway to pick up his gosh dang phone. Ask for one of those. He got rings of ringage, no rings of speakage. Uh, I don't know if that means he's busy or what he's doing. Oh, there he is. I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay, now this. Let's have a rousing welcome to our old pal Brian Dunaway joining us for a little bit of the morning half asses here on a Monday. Hello, Brian. Welcome back. Oh, he no hear him. He no speaky to us. Hmm. Brian Dunaway, are you Brian. muted? You must you're not be. Seeing, uh, you're not seeing any green outlines, so no rings of speakage. No, probably just need to change your source or something. And he's doing it. I, I can see him now. Just freaking out, trying to figure it out, clicking, pushing buttons, trying to figure it out. He's like. <laughs> Like changing settings, uh, yep. turning things on and off again. He might pick up his phone just as an alternative, which is totally fine. We'll take it any way we can get you. Uh, but we wait. We do it patiently. We wait. Yeah. We don't. Uh, we know that on the other end of this, mm-hmm. there'll be there'll be good things. Oh, basically. we know that there will. We know. Be. Yeah. Yeah. We know. The knowledge is true. Is true. He's. he's, he's uh, did he hang up and disconnect and reconnect? Is yeah. that the deal? Did oh. you? Yeah. Oh, is that him now? Hello. Oh, there he is. We hear you now. We got him. Oh, hi. All I had to do was close Discord completely and end it and then restart it. Oh, weird. That's weird. That actually happened to me with you. I love it when it does that. That happened with me and you guys on Saturday for Playdate. I couldn't uh, talk for a whole bunch of time. I had to reboot it. It was weird. We talked for quite a while before we realized we were... Yeah, and I think think it's the Windows version of Discord, because this doesn't happen on my Mac ever, but the Windows version Hmm. is always doing weird shit like this. But that may be a Windows sound system thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Miami Sound Machine. 
Uh, hey, Dunaway, it's good to have you back. How you, how you doing there, dude? I'm doing voice. good, brother. Yes, oh, brother. Oh, brother. That sounds good. Well, snap into a, a slim gym as we uh, venture forth into a little half-assed territory. Hey, Brian, Ibbett, why don't you explain to us what we're doing here and who's going to win stuff? Well... Okay, if I must. Uh, Welcome to the Morning Half-Ass is a trivia game where I'm going to be giving the two of you the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are ding. Three of those answers are eh. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, you get nothing. Good day, sir. If you guess one and get it right, you get a point. Two right gets you three points, and three right gets you five. Uh, we're going to play three rounds, and the person with the most points wins the prize for their contestant. By the way, those contestants, let's introduce them now from our tadpool that can't be here live. Uh, Scott, you're going to be playing for Adam Prowse in Logan, Utah, little oh, local boy. Yeah, I like that. You're a local boy. And, and Brian, <laughs> someone closer to you, as a matter of fact, you're going to be playing for John in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, hi, John. Hello. The Barrack is Wiener. Let's do this. Very exciting. I, didn't, we, I, we, I don't think we've ever had anybody from Logan on before. Logan is cold and windy and kind of terrible, except they have one of the most amazing university, or uh, sorry, um, Utah State University is one of the best illustration schools in the country. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, so if you're out there and you're like, that. man, I think I want to go into illustration and you don't, you know, you, you're hard up for a choice that you should look into it. That's really good. Where Where is Logan? It's further north from you, right? Yeah, definitely uh, about an hour and a half north. Uh, hour and a half north. Okay. Yeah. It's, right. it's a fine little town, but it's just, it's just cold and windy this time of year. To the point that I could, I can barely handle it. Well, I'm okay. Whatever, John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. Gee, sing yeah. us a song about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll make a song about it. You wait. Well, that'll be my next next big hit. You wait. You watch. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to uh, these hits right here. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, medieval weapons. So three of these are real medieval weapons. Three of these are things that probably are made up. Uh, your choices are the caravel, the culverin, the glaive. The planchet, the manse, and the arbalest. Oh, my Lord. These Terrible. all sound real because they I do. did not live in the medieval times. That's right. And all of it sounds like... no fake. Diet Coke in medieval times. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> you don't have silverware in medieval <laughs> times because there was no silverware in medieval times. Can I refill your Diet Coke? <laughs> yeah, the thing they did definitely didn't have in medieval times. <laughs> I've never been, not once. You guys have all been, I've never been. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you came during a BlizzCon. Tried, always tried, and something's always up. Like, the last oh. time I was there, the stupid stage thing I did, well, it wasn't stupid, but whatever, that, that, <laughs> that killed all my... Because we had rehearsals oh. and stuff, it was annoying. Because I thought that was the year I was going to finally get to go, and I didn't. I didn't get to. But anyway. you know, uh, I'm trying to think of if there's something. There's something like that at uh, in Vegas. I want to say it's at Excalibur, but it's not an actual medieval times. It's like a. It's like Excalibur's version of medieval times. I would do maybe, that. Uh, Maybe we do a uh, we do something there. I, I would know. love that. That sounds great. A little a tadpole get. To oh, I'm so excited for this day. year's. I'm so excited. I am too. By the way. Uh, for those of you uh, who were in the chat room earlier, I can tell you the contract has been signed. Woo! It is in the hands of of the plaza. They're uh, giving us some codes to give everybody to get rooms, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, April twenty fourth, awesome. April twenty fourth through twenty eighth. I got uh, swag already planned. I got some ideas. Do you? Yeah, nice. uh, tickets tickets uh, soon ish. Since we have dates, there's no reason why we can't do it sooner than later. For uh, sure, we got. It's going to be great. You guys, Vegas is great. You guys are great. Claire's coming. What else can you ask for? Oh She's my god, great too. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Cool. Anyway, let's get to let's see what your uh, your answers are here. Uh, wow, neither of you chose Glaive. I thought for sure Glaive would be uh No, because I think it's a fantasy one. thing, isn't it? It's not really a... I'm not, I, couldn't, I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. Is it too fantasy? I definitely actual, know it's a fantasy thing. Yeah, the actual Glaive is not a five-pointed little spinny star right, thing like right, the head right. and crawl. Right. But it is a right. pole arm. It is a pole arm. Um, okay. Damn it. The, uh, the Caravel, the Planchet, and the Mance... Uh, none All of wrong. those are correct. Oh, damn, <laughs> it. damn it. Are the culverin, which is uh, a uh, musket, the glaive, which is a polearm, and the arbalest, which is a um, uh, crossbow. So I, crossbow. I'd be, I'd, if I end up get, going back in time, I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You are yeah. screwed. You'd say, where's hand my... Hand me that planchette. It's time to go to war. <laughs> hand me that planchette. It's time for an Oscar. <laughs> yes. If you're out of planchettes, I'll take a caravel, please. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right. Well, you'll do better on this second one. I, right. I feel like it. Uh, these are terms from cricket. You know, the game cricket. Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld made fun of in a famous American Express commercial. Yeah. Uh, your choices are chin, sorry, chin music, jumbuck, Lollipop, Tucker, Swagman, and Ton. Yeah. Much easier than uh, the last one. Much easier. No yeah. looking yeah. at uh, Zoe. There's anything, there's anything I know more than medieval weaponry is uh, cricket. Yes. It's cricket. Exactly. You know you're cricket for sure. Hmm. Which of these three things are terms used in the game cricket? I'm choosing cricket. two because none of this looks right to me. But Yeah, none okay. of it looks right. Oh, looks like phony baloney. You guys have both locked in. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, Brian, you chose Swagman. Swagman. Uh, Swagman. Uh, Scott, you chose Jumbuck and Tucker. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to tell you that uh, both of you have chosen uh, all Poorly. three incorrect oh answers. <laughs> the things uh, that sounded fake were the ones that were real. You all happen to choose things that come from the uh, the song Waltzing Matilda. Oh, all three of those oh words come God. from the song Waltzing Matilda. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely true. Yeah, chin music is when the uh, the pitcher throws the ball directly at the, the face of the, the batsman. That's called uh, chin music. Okay. That's called chin music because it makes a sound. Ding! Right off the... This is amazing. Okay. A lollipop is uh, an easy ball to hit, like, you know, basically a lob over home plate. And ton is when uh, a batsman in one inning scores a hundred runs. Yeah, oh my I'm gosh. Just, I'm just, I'm just getting a feeling that, yeah, I haven't watched cricket and I don't want to watch cricket now. Yeah. I don't want to hear no. I kind of want to know more. Oh, look at the lollipop. No, yeah. I don't want to see I that. feel I like I want to know more now. I feel like I've learned a little something. And this whole, the ton one is kind of weird because... Could you say, oh, I scored a ton? And that literally means you scored over 100 scored a runs. But what's interesting is usually, and, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but don't the British people spell the, the weight? something When something weighs a ton, they spell it T-O-N-N-E. Oh, right. right. So having a T-O-N um, is an interesting uh, yeah. uh, switch. The British, so, man. Who knows? They're a, a bunch of upper knows? class. Uh, I upper think they made up all those spellings, actually. I, think I hope you bring. On, I hope you bring on another uh, thing that I'm well versed in. Yeah, like what's number, our third. Yeah, what's our you third? Know what? You guys, you guys are very good with movies. Uh, you guys good, are also very good God. with video games. However, uh, this question is not about video games. <laughs> it is Damn about it. movies, though. 
we've got six actors here. Show me the three who've starred in a movie that begins with the letter Q. Oh, I can Your do that. Your choices this. are Ray Fiennes, Nick Nolte, Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford, Aaron Eckhart, and Tommy Lee Jones. I can totally do this. Can you? Yep. I'm, oh, um, I'm already lost. Uh, uh, no. um, uh, Nick Nolte? Eckhart. Oh, shit. I know two for sure. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I know one for sure. I know two for positive. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. This, this is, is going to drive me nuts. <laughs> I love this question. I want I want so many, of, so many questions like this. Okay, this is really good. This is actually really good. Yeah, yeah. We can think through this one, but it might take a while. Um, <laughs> no, that's a great question. It's just an awesome question. <laughs> Some of the uh, movie titles that people are coming up with in the chat room, like Queer and oh, Present God. Danger. Queer and Present oh, Danger. <laughs> now I'm oh, gonna, it's going to mess me up. Uh, let's see. Don't. Quitness. Anyway. Quitness. quitness for oh, quitness. my God. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I only know two. I'm going. I'm locking them okay, in. Okay. Scott's oh. locked in. No, away. I'm still thinking. I'm uh, there. Okay. Oh, Brian. I. All right. Let's let's start with uh, let's start with uh, the one you guys both knew for yeah, sure. Quantum of Solace. I mean, that's Quantum easy. Of Solace. Daniel Craig. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Scott, you you pegged. Uh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. You chose uh, Ray Fines right away. Quiz Ray show, Fiennes. baby. What, quiz, quiz show. Quiz absolutely. Quiz show. Love quiz right. show. The pro- that, I, I, saw, I have an advantage there because I watched that movie. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite yeah, movies. Great. It's so a great great movie. Yeah. Brian, you uh, for a moment for a while you had Nick Nolte. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who was in a little film called Q and A? Oh shit! Oh, and then you see. switched to Tommy Lee Jones and uh, screwed the whole thing up. <laughs> what was the Tommy uh, yeah. Lee Jones one that you thought it was, Brian? I, at that point, I was just like, I don't know. But feel, Scott's already it feels Scott's like Tommy Lee Jones could have been in a Q. Yeah, Scott's yeah. already locked into it, and I'm like, I don't know. There's got to be something with Tommy. Tommy Lee Jones has been in every movie ever, so I f- thought it was a good bet. Yeah, good it's, bet. A, it's a decent <laughs> bet. I'll give you that. That's a fair bet. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Ray Fines for Quiz Show, Nick Nolte for Q and A, and Daniel Craig for Quantum of Solace, and uh, Harrison Aaron and Tommy Lee. None of those guys have been in a Q movie. So glancing at the chat. 48 hours amazing <laughs> uh let's see query potter for uh Quisito royale yeah Quisito <laughs> royale quindiana jones oh my lord you guys are amazing <clears throat> all right sorry all right so is that, that's so not our last one is it or was it that was the last one? one? Oh, number three i won Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! you succeeded uh you won prizes for uh your friend there in logan utah chilling out in logan utah adam prowse you're gonna get a copy of Corridor Z and Dear Esther. Congratulations! Oh, landmark edition, a winner. That's the one with uh, the best version. That's the one to get. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know what the difference is, but uh, it's a (laughs) Dear Dear Esther copy of Dear Esther. Dear Esther is so cool, though. It's such a weird, like not scary, but uh, I don't know what to call it. You know, some games they call them walking simulators. They're just sort of like an experience. This oh, is yeah. definitely one of those. So you're not, oh, you know, killing people or anything like that. Okay. But it's this first person thing that just it reminds me of like X Files mixed with like Twin Peaks, and it just has a rad vibe. It's very good. Anyway, wow, very cool. Adam Prowse, you're getting those. But John, don't worry. Uh, down there in Jacksonville, Florida, you're getting a copy of DV Rings of Saturn. So you're oh. gonna be out in space while while uh, Adam is walking around looking at stuff. Yeah, yeah. take that. 
Hey, Dunaway, well, look, I think you tried. That's what I think. I certainly tried. <laughs> I certainly I, tried. Yeah. You tried if, your best. If you give me long enough, I probably could have figured that last one out with the cues, but yeah. I had to go through each of the movies, and I wasn't getting there. No, it's, it's hard. If it doesn't come to you, it doesn't come to you. You know, it's like, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's tough. You know what I'm finding? This uh, COVID fog brain thing is real, but yeah. I'm forgetting things in the moment, but then I'm remembering stuff that there's no reason I should remember things. Like, right. it's COVID like I'm, clarity. Yeah, it's weird. And it's usually ancient stuff. Like, uh, I'll, I don't know what it was the other day. Something happened. Some Somebody brought up something. And I went, oh, that's so-and-so from such and such. And it's this ancient thing nobody freaking knows about. And I'm like, why is that? How did I recall that? I don't get it. Anyway, I can barely remember either of your names right now. <laughs> You're using 100% of your brain over there. There you go. Just like the rumors say, hey, Dunaway, mm-hmm. tomorrow we're going to do a little play retro. And we're talking about Mario Kart and all the kart likes. Yes. Yeah. All the fixings that go with it. Yep. Diddy Kong, uh, we're going to talk about. I saw Brian playing some of that. It looked really fun, uh, mainly because you're crazy and talking to a triceratops is weird and all that. Anyway, uh, that game's weird, but I've got a bunch of other alternatives that I haven't even told Brian about that uh, also oh, were very cool. Oh, Crash Team Racing, Diddy Kong, mm-hmm. Mario Kart 64. Those uh-huh. are the ones I played this past week. Yeah. So I'm played the, I've already played a bunch of the, uh, the, the SNES original Mario Kart. This week, Ow. and then um, I'm going to spend some time with a weird Konami game none of you have heard about. That is one of the best Ooh. Mario Kart likes ever made. Hmm. Mm. You'll have to find out tomorrow at 3:30 Mountain Time at the uh, live broadcast of Play Retro, or you can check out the podcast later wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Play Retro. Brian Dunaway, anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! It already happened. Bye. Know you. <laughs> he's gonna jump on next year oh okay no you yeah, know it's never too late right brian you want to never too early or early too <laughs> never too, late, well, you never know, too it's early never, it's never too late or too early if he's if he's uh, wishing everybody a past happy thing yeah so, see this go. is exactly right you're not wrong you're not wrong that was a really great uh quiz today i enjoyed the hell out yeah of that was a fun a final question and actually you know the i thought you guys would do better with the uh medieval weapons but <laughs> i did too because i've used almost everything you listed in some game or another but for whatever reason glaive all i could think of was kroll and i'm like there's no way that's real but then now that you, you tell me bad on the cricket terms but i didn't realize how bad you <laughs> do. basically choosing everything that wasn't a cricket term you didn't know we would zero that one out completely, but we did. I did not. All right. It's time for the news, everybody. Here we go. Today's breaking news brought to you by. In appreciation for the tadpole and all organic nerddoms everywhere, thanks, Squiggle and Bobble, for TMS and the community that's evolved around you. Your takes on the news and tadpee-poo titles guarantee me smiles at every listen. Keep on keeping on. Love the show, though. Rogue Tess. Uh, I wonder if that guy wrote in about the, the pee-poo knows that he's the new, he's the new he meme. He did not know that thing would have such legs. No. Pee-poo. You never know which thing's going to take off the love the show, though. I can totally right. see why you like it. All those sorts of things. It's- this is right. the new one, Peepoo, everybody. Peepoo. Tell, tell your fellow Peepoo. <laughs> That's right. Use it in a sentence uh, yep. today with friends. That's right. Um, here's your first story. There's an exploding toilet mystery. Oh. Yeah. Aren't they all? Well, it feels like they is, should be. Does any, is there an exploding toilet that's not a mystery? I guess sometimes you know who did it or you saw yeah, the kid true. put I the... I guess there can be a, a planned toilet explosion. Yeah. Do you do, did you do much M80 experimentation when you were a kid? You know? The big... uh, yes, but not with toilets. We, mm. um, 
we threw a bunch of fireworks into a mall after they had closed. That oh my, we were oh able Lord. to. Did you get in trouble for that? <laughs> they catch you for that? <laughs> no, but the, this was a story. Me and, and Don Mosby getting chased all around uh, Longmont, Colorado, because we decided to to have an overnight there with no. You know, basically, we just planned on taking the bus the next morning, and we ran all around. We had a smash-up derby with Walmart um, uh, shopping carts, filled, filled the, the parking lot with Walmart uh, shopping carts, and then uh, threw firecrackers into the Twin Peaks Mall. I love it. Uh, but never, no toilets. No toilets were harmed in our our 12 hours of terror. <laughs> That's right. I have heard that story because Twin yeah, we, Peaks I was the name. Yeah, I talked about this on TMS months ago or maybe even maybe years, years yeah because yeah. we have a, i have a twin peaks elementary i went to and so it reminded and that me that probably came up when we were talking about this probably yeah. did yeah um did i ever tell you about the time i had a roommate <laughs> i never tell you about the time <laughs> i had a roommate who used to if he had to go to the bathroom he would he would get undressed to, to do it <laughs> really fully yeah, fully so if he was not doing, just pants off, dance off, but like shirt and everything too. Yeah, well, maybe not shirt. Now that you say it, but pants off, dance off for sure. Uh, wow. He'd go in there and he would take off his pants. And here's how we confirmed it: we always sure. assumed it, but here's why we can because somebody saw him once or something. But here's the confirmation: we had a firecracker or a was it a firecracker? Or a, no, it was a bottle rocket. Uh-huh. And he's in there taking his business you know doing his thing sure, sure and i we thought it'd be funny if we fired one of these under the door so just went under there and then we're like oh and he goes he goes what the and then bam and he goes shit you guys you forever and this and that open up the door and he comes out wearing a towel around his waist oh my and God. floating in the air are bits of his underwear that exploded because the thing went underneath his underwear, which was on the floor because oh, the guy disrobes. Gotcha. Exploded oh, his underwear. So there were like little freaking undie fragments floating around and smoke in there. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. It was fantastic. I imagine that he uh, also had uh, uh, no problem pooping. Uh, at, at that point, at that moment. Oh yeah, either that or or, or he's never pooped since. You know, I, I he don't got to jump on on future poops yeah. as well. Future like, poops. <laughs> that colon, that that, uh, <laughs> that colon was clean. Oh man, yeah, he never quite gave, forgave us for that, but we never wow. did it again. So, uh, well, anyway, there we have an exploding anyway. toilet situation in Texas in a dental office. Maggie Keeler, Kiefer rather, uh, works for the front desk at a Circle C Dental in South Austin. Uh, let's get jury over there. Strange, strange things afoot at the Circle C. At the Circle C. It's a weird name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, this is on Tuesday morning. 31 year old uh, headed into work as the office as she usually does. When she arrived, she immediately recognized that something was off. Quote, there was an acidic, putrid smoke throughout the entire place. It burned to breathe. It was pretty Ugh. scary, she says. Uh, Kiefer admitted. Sounds like Kiefer Sutherland is in this article. Kiefer, but. Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. Uh, since her colleagues uh, determined, oh, I'm sorry, I got to ask you a question real quick about Kiefer. Sure. Are you caught sure. up on uh, uh, any of the Handmaid's Tale seasons at all? Yeah, we are done. We finished the whole the whole series. So the guy that was um, Serena's bodyguard while she was in Canada, yes, who she sh- I don't want to give stuff away, but let's say the guy got shot. He didn't die, but he got shot. You know what I'm talking about, that guy? I do know. Yep, exactly. That's, that's, free, that's Keith or Sutherland's half-brother. I didn't know that. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. 
And he also has an amazing voice, and he should narrate everything. That guy. <laughs> anyway. Did, was he left out there next to, like, a... a was he, did we see him again after that? I'm I don't think we see him again. I think they mention him and say that they he's recovering. Him. Yes, that's but, right. Yeah, because yes, he was wearing protective gear and didn't die. Right, exactly. That was a pretty good damn season, I thought. It was a good finale. Yeah, um, I liked... I'll, I'll, um, you know? Hmm. Yeah, how are you going to say it? It's mixed. I know... It's mixed because there were some episodes where I was like, I don't, this is just her staring angrily at the camera all the time. (laughs) Elizabeth Moss and her, this is Elizabeth Moss in most of Handmaid's Tale. Ready? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. The entire thing. Felt like her just, and it's always angled down a little bit. And she's looking up like this. Always angled down, grinning. but it's always like, you know, weird twitchy eye eye things. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, no, you guys, we get it. She's really pissed and she's been through some shit and she wants revenge. Yeah. This is all good, but you don't have to tell me every three seconds how mad she is. Like, let's get some story going. So there are times like that that annoyed me, but there was one episode in particular. I'll, You know what? I'll say this. The star of this, of this season. Yeah. Like, Hands down, far and away, the best thing in the thing is is Serena slash uh, yes. Str- Stravinsky, whatever her name is. Yeah, Ivan Stravinsky. Gosh, dang it, she's good. I mean, go back she and watch Chuck. Great. If you watch Chuck and go, ah, oh, bet she. You never once go, I'll bet she's going places. She's so good. This, yeah, this the um, her performance and and her character's story arc kind of make you realize that. She th- th- this this uh, whole series was almost as much about her as it was about June. Yeah, yeah. In a way, like I'm more interested in her arc. I'm more interested in yeah. Nick and where he's what he's doing. Yeah. He's one of the most yeah. interesting characters on TV. So in a weird way, the series yeah. is like kind of passed the baton to others. I think that's fine. Totally, totally. But not near enough. Uh, Alexa Alexis Bladell or whatever her name is. Oh yeah, she's great. She yeah. she, she needs to be in this stuff more because Jan- I Jana Janine. Janine. No, no, no. Um you're thinking of Janine, the character, different character. The one I'm talking about is oh. um the Gilmore Girls girl. Uh she played Rory on Gilmore Girls. She's in Yeah, is that not uh, my Oh, oh, oh. Right. Glasses. She came Right, okay. She was part of the little she was part of the gang up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't well, want to give anything away. But. She has problems with Janine. E, no, not her. Different girl. Not her. Okay. Um, the, she has glasses. Uh, she used to be a doctor. Oh, who am I thinking of? Okay, yeah, I'm looking at Alexis Bledel, Bledel right now, and I'm, I'm I was completely thinking that that was the actress who played Janine. I'm completely and uh, she is underused. Yeah, Alexis Emily. Bledel. Yeah. Oh, Emily. That's Emily. it. And Emily. she. And here's the problem. Everyone just looks at her and goes, oh, she's Rory on the Gilmore Girls. Kind of one note character. Doesn't really do uh-huh. anything interesting. She's freaking great in this. Huh. And just underused. But And Janine is also good. They're all good. Janine is also really good. Yeah. Aunt Lydia, my gosh. What's her name? And, and Dowd. And Dowd freaking <laughs> kills another, it. Another, you know, great character development. I agree. Uh, I don't know where yeah. that's going. Which is good. I don't want to, you know, I kind of yeah. want to, I want to be on pins and needles with her because I can't tell if she's going to rebel. Is she going to do something from the inside? Right. Like, I don't right. know, man. It's so still... you haven't seen the last, uh, how I saw, far are you into I the... saw the last one. Last I'm done. Yeah. I'm you did? Okay. Of, yeah. And gotcha. I, did, at the end, all you get oh, is Oh, I see what of... you're saying. At the end, you're asking those questions. I'm like, oh, right, okay. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the, what's the next and final <laughs> season going to look like? Who knows? But I'm sure it'll be a lot of Elizabeth Moss going, you know, I thought, hold on. This wasn't the final season. 
No, there's one more. The one. I thought this was the. I thought this was the end. At least one more, I think. I know. Well, I know one more for sure. <laughs> I really? That surprised me because the end of that thing in the train. Yeah, um, I thought. Okay, what an interesting way to end it. Nice. Uh, you know, like it. It's. Oh no, they're not done. I I like that as a. As a um, as closure on those two characters. Oh wow! I mean, I guess yeah. so. Exists there was there's not, but the problem is nobody else has any closure. You know yeah, what I mean? that's true. Right. That's so true. if they had stopped yeah. there, I would have been like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> well, actually, yeah, that's a really good point. We still have a couple major horrible players in the. Uh, uh, yeah, like what's going to happen to Janine? What's going to happen to Nick? What's uh, Bradley Whitford's right. character going to do? Bradley like, Whitfield Whitford is the one I'm speci- uh, specifically thinking of. Like, yeah, I love him. I do too. The show's great. It just yeah, too many episodes <laughs> really of her funny. looking pissed. <laughs> and I were both like, "All right, Handmaid's Tale done." It's yeah. interesting. Like we both, I felt more satisfied with that ending than I do with shows that had the actual ending. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Well then, bon- bonus! You're going to get new stuff. Bonus! I get, it's like a bonus season. It's like a, a you know a after the credits entire season. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, uh, stinger! I guess the ten point, episode stinger to look forward to. This in one of the worst tellings of a news story today. A toilet exploded. That's really the story. That's the whole. Oh thing. yeah, that's right. It was funny that we got this far without this uh, without even really giving up. Yeah, and what? And they don't. They still the don't know what the exploding toilet. And they still don't know. It's still a mystery. They don't know what exploded it. They just know it exploded. So it's not even as cool a story as what we talked about. So I'll tell you this one instead. Another bathroom story. But this one is a happy ending. <laughs> McDonald's employees help deliver a baby in a restaurant bathroom. Oh, oh it's a different different kind of uh, exploding bathroom mystery. Yeah, right? I mean, uh, in a way, you're not wrong. Employees have nicknamed a baby <laughs> Nugget. They're calling this little baby Nugget. I like that. Even though it's made of real people. Anyway, after she was delivered <laughs> in an Atlanta McDonald's. So good job, Georgia. Uh, let's see. Alexandria or Alandria Worthy says her labor was intensifying as uh, and her fiance was driving her to the hospital Wednesday morning when they stopped so she could use the bathroom at the fast food restaurant. So she wasn't even eating there. She was just like, oh, I got to got to get in there. She went to the bathroom and her water broke immediately. Bam. Pop. That's the wow. sound it makes, right? Pop. Just goes pop. That's right. And like the broken shake machine basically is the sound that thing made yeah made. yeah which is you know common to all mcdonald's that's right uh worthy said she started screaming restaurant manager tunisia woodward uh said or went to see what was happening i opened the door and i didn't see anyone but i saw her uh feet under the door i opened it and she was on this toilet lying back screaming that's when i knew to call my crew we're having a baby today she says wow so uh, anyway, they tried to calm her down. It says uh, they got her on the floor. They got her clothes off. The ladies in the McDonald's were uh, at her front side holding her hands. Uh, I had her feet propped up to her knees and uh, told her to push three pushes. She was a fighter, says the girl at the restaurant. Boy, this sounds like somebody who's really into it. <laughs> Give her something hard to bite down on. How about the three o'clock chicken sandwiches? Yep. Nandy was born 15 minutes later. Aw, Nandy. Uh, let's see here. You came and you gave without taking. <laughs> she says she literally popped out into my hand. Uh, the parents tell a TV station divine intervention brought them to that McDonald's that day where three women would be there to help sure. her. Uh, I don't know, man. Don't. Just as likely that Grimace got involved. Yeah, Grimace. <laughs> Grimace brought them. <laughs> Mayor McCheese made it possible with some good uh, legislation, you know? Uh, the police burger. What's his name? There's a burger with a who's a policeman. A hamburglar. 
Oh, the police. I'm sorry. Uh, the uh, what is that guy? He's the uh, he's the popo officer quarter pounder. I can't remember what his deal is. He might yeah. be a quarter pounder. I think you're right. Yeah, he had some I, hand in this. He looks you know? like. By the way, I think there's some nepotism because he definitely <laughs> looks like the mayor's brother. <laughs> it's always connections and who you know, man. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You gotta you gotta try to promote from within. The Officer Big Mac? No way, really. Is, is it, it Officer, Officer Big, Big, Mac? Big Mac? Really? Really? <laughs> so yeah. then what's Mayor McCheese? He's the mayor. He's, he's just the... he's yeah, but I mean he's Oh, he's just well, cheeseburger. He's just cheeseburger. Just a cheeseburger? Yeah, but from like and, the old times, from like from McDonald's in the early days when the cheeseburger was like a major menu item. I think that's yeah, was... funny because I've always felt like Mayor McCheese had a I guess he is just a cheeseburger. I thought he had a, a middle um, the middle bun, like a Big Mac does. Oh, like a double cheese? Or, or yeah, like no, a... he's really just got the, uh, he's just a... Damn it, why does McDonald's sound good right now? What oh, the frick? It does, not. it does to me, I don't know why. <laughs> Someone smacked that out of me. Now that I got my taste back, everything tastes good. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Yeah, that is good. I have some leftover curry, I'll eat that today. There you go. Uh, well, anyway, she's oh, wow. she's you healthy and the, happy uh, and all as well, this baby. Black so. Friday, you can get the Funko Pop... A uh, collection of um, uh, Officer Mac, Grimace, Ronald McDonald, Hamburglar, and Mayor McCheese for $140. Um, no. Funko Pops of all five of them. Yeah, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not going to do it. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah. that's it. I'll sell my, uh, my, my uh, cabbage patch. What is it? Uh, what is this? Oh, dude? Uh, he's the, the uh, shit. He's cactus the... leaf blossom. Whatever is weirdo four eyed thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you looked around to see if those were worth anything after that promotion, no, no, should I mean, check if eBay. I, if I had kept it in its bag, it would be. And the sad thing is, I could have. I knew once it was once I pulled the bag out that it was uh, that that was the dude in there because it was semi transparent. You could kind of feel his shape, right, so to speak, yeah. through the through the bag. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Uh, it's all good so far. Yeah. It's all it's all great content. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, so I could have kept him in the bag and then sold that for 150 or 200 or whatever. Oh my gosh, dude. Really? But I don't know. I don't know what an unbagged cactus cactus uh, Pete. <laughs> cactus Pete. <thing. laughs> we don't know what it That's the funny thing is no one should know who I this care is. I care so little about this stupid thing yeah. that let's see here. What's it called? Cactus, cactus Plant Flea Market Junior. Uh Let's see here. Someone, someone is offering uh, Birdie and Two Cactus Plant Flea Market. Their their eBay label is Need Gone. Which, need Gone. <laughs> need Gone is the wow. Yeah, wow. They're serious. Uh, there's a Cactus Plant Flea Market McDonald's unopened toy, but it's only four dollars and twenty five cents. These things have oh yeah ninety nine cents. Make oh, offer. Okay. These things are so yeah, they're poop, the, they're poopski. They are poopski. The the fervor has died for the cactus plant uh, flea market uh, dude. The other day, these are the only two things I bought on Black Friday, and they were digital. It was almost like Cyber yeah. Friday for me. Yeah, I bought a Tron figure of Flynn inside Tron World. So so oh cool that character from the, from the net- original, not the new Flynn. Not, Correct. Not, uh, not Tron o- reboot, uh, Tron reboot but the, the old school one, looking very eighties, yeah. stupid helmet, all that. Nice. I love those. Yeah. They were pretty cool, and it was like four bucks on sale. So I was like, all right, I'm grabbing that. Oh really? Wow. And that's like a twelve inch thing. It's pretty big, eight to twelve. And then the other Worth one was sure. uh, 
uh, oh, a Halo Master Chief sitting on a what? Um, what's the little ATV they have in the park game? Bench. <laughs> on a park bench. On a park bench. Master, Master Chief, Chief on, on a park, a park bench. bench. I'm little girls. <laughs> I can't think of the name of the thing. War, it's not Warhog. Uh, Chat knows maybe. Anyway, whatever the little bikes are. Any, and I just it was that, that was like five bucks. I'm like, what are why nice. are these figures so cheap? So I bought, I bought them. Nice. I uh, I bought Tina her Christmas present. Nice. Uh, and I bought um. Uh, oh, what I, I bought Marvel Mayhem? No, Marvel Remix, that card game that Dan told us about last oh, week. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Did you get it on sale? I, found, I got it on sale at Games and Stuff Damn it. online. I grab that. Amazon has it for super high, and um, and the local all the local places I borrowed Tina's car to drive to. None of them had it, but I did discover a really new a new game store that I definitely want to go back to. What's it called? Marvel what again? Marvel Remix. Remix. I always I want to say Snap because it's always anyone talks about. Yeah, um, I mean it's a you know it's a Marvel card game. It's yeah. <laughs> and guess what we got coming out Friday another Marvel card. Another game. Marvel card game, everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, XCOM, XCOM style Marvel card game. Oh, Amazon is actually out at the moment now. This oh, wow. Sold out. But I, I, I was going to try to find that somewhere. It just was so expensive everywhere. Yeah. For a deck builder. But. Yeah, it's it was nineteen ninety nine at um, games and stuff. Although I did pay, I wanted quicker shipping, so I paid for like eight dollars shipping or something. It's not oh, bad. It's not bad. There's worse things to do. There's far worse things. Yes. Yeah. I spent I spent eight bucks to get some hot Thai soup yesterday. So, Ooh, yeah, worth it. Worth it. Worth every penny of that delivery. Tom Yum. Yeah, the hot yeah. stuff again. Still trying to yes. get rid of whatever remaining stuffy head bull crap I have with this thing in this cough, and that's the only stuff that seems <laughs> it's to do anything. Amazing that that stuff is is working for you. Oh, that's it's great. so good. Yeah. It just clears me up for like three hours. I love it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, our old pal Steven Schleicher uh, back from his uh, week away with his kids, and uh, we got some stuff to talk about. So we'll get to all of that in a moment. But we need music to break things up with. I I assume you brought something. I did. Look, if you're a uh, a lover of boozy, in your face indie rock, uh, a rush of dynamic rage and emotional catharsis, well, you know, I've got just the thing for for you. This is a band called The Luca State. Their forthcoming album called More Than This will be released on March 10th, 2023 via 30 Tigers Records. Um, this is the album's title track. It is called More Than This. Here are The Luca State.
What's your name, please? I'm Mary. What is going through your mind? I need to be a monk. It's handsome Lars and his fabulous jars. The Morning Stream. Oh, my. They're hurting us like cattle. And we've returned. Who was that band again in song? That band again is the Lucas State. This album doesn't come out till March, but you can enjoy this one track and I think a couple more. Uh, the album is called More Than This. That is the title track. Always makes me think of More Than This. Yeah, the the uh, the song that, uh, was it 10,000 Maniacs covered originally by uh, Roxy Music? Oh. Brian Ferry, uh, Roxy Music? Once again, I didn't know there was a, I, I didn't know about the cover status. Damn it. Yes. Brian knows it all. He, he knows all. I know it all. By the way, like a lot of the games that uh, Dan talked about, um, Cascadia, which I recognize just from looking at the box, Fjords, um, Root is one he talked about. A lot of these are on sale. Ooh, the Marvel United first class uh, of the Marvel United games and locations and play mats are all on sale um, over at uh, gamesandstuffonline.com. Nice. That sounds like a cool source for cool stuff. It really is. I didn't, didn't, you know, I bought something here a while back and so I get the email on black, you know, today for Cyber Monday and uh, it's like, oh, these are, these are some good deals in here. Holy cow. Very nice. Uh, Well, let's have another good deal with this feller. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Steven Schleicher, how the heck was your Thanksgiving, man? Twelve people, three toilets, one plumbing system that hadn't been updated <laughs> since 1981. Wow. <laughs> you do the math. Wow. <laughs> I don't like the it sound of any of that. One, one, one plunger in the whole house. So the constant oh, was like, has anyone seen the plunger? Which bathroom is the plunger? Oh, my gosh, dude. That sucks. I hate oh. that. So, wait, this was like, what, relatives or something? This you is at my in-laws house. In-laws house. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> they need to work on that plumbing thing. They need to get that working. Uh, I think they're at the time where it's like we need to be cleaning up the house to for sale. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Moving get out of there. So get to get yourself uh, No, out. not not getting out of there. It's just uh they're going to I'm sure just prepping for the uh Oh, the, the inevitable. The final, yeah. Oh, the final one countdown. Of those, one of those kind of sad things. I, mean, I get you. The 80s. They're think, like uh, 85, 86 something like that. Yeah. That's right around right my mom. She's 84 yeah. now. I, yeah. She's married to a guy who's 93 and still drives. I don't know how that works, but whatever. It, it, it was a lot of fun, though. It was good to see nieces and nephews I haven't seen in, I don't know, probably 10 years. So, Wow, that's, that's actually kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully nobody shared any uh, bugs with anyone else in your, your we'll home. We'll find out in three days. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> let, it in, let it incubate <laughs> for a couple of days. Uh, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk about a few things. Um, I guess both your sons are now way into Marvel Snap. Let's talk about that for a second. What? what did uh, it- yeah, I start, they, again, you're at your grandparents' house. Uh, they don't have anything to do. And so I'm like, hey, <laughs> you guys you guys like uh, some card games, some challenge games? Check out Marvel Snap. And so they started playing it, nice. and they were both hooked. And then what my nephew, one of my nephews, who's kind of a gamer kid, uh, I was like, well, do you like card logic games? And he's like, yeah, they're okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, check out Marvel Snap. And the next morning, he's still sitting there playing Marvel Snap. So, wow. Three wow. people converted it. No affiliate link. Once again. <laughs> only. Once again, only you we guys. Can get some money from Second Dinner for all the people we've referred to that game. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> 
I feel like Brian in particular has um, been the evangelical sort of source for yeah, a lot. I know nobody, he is for me. Seriously, nobody would know about this game if it weren't for me. Yeah, there'd be no, yeah, there'd be no knowledge of it. Um, <laughs> nobody'd have any idea. But are you, <clears throat> I know within our circles, though, you've been influential uh, when it comes. Well, to the game. I was on a show last <clears throat> night, uh, part-time gamers with uh, Sirenex and uh, September and Theo, all three contestants. From America's Next Top Podcaster, who joined together, they Voltroned into part-time gamers, and I was on the show last night to talk about Marvel Snap. I was on there once, and it was funny because uh, September was with her parents or somebody in New York or something, and she had the worst internet connection I've ever experienced oh, no. in my entire life. So it was oh. it was a little like Avenue Five. Remember that those episodes where they had delay, <laughs> yes. they had to wait <laughs> forever, and then be like. The minute goes by, <laughs> then they're responding. Yeah, oh, I love that show. Um, uh, all right, Stephen, let's uh, get to some some meat here. Okay. Uh, Five twenty five seventy seven arrives on Blu Ray. What is this? Yeah, so there's a lot of talk about the Fablemans, the Steven Spielberg uh, biography, yeah. where you see what influenced him and what made him get into the movies, and of course his family life with that. Uh, the, the movie Five Twenty Five Seventy Seven is about. Uh, this uh, filmmaker who as a young child got into movies like uh, all the 2001 Space Odyssey, you know, uh, Planet of the Apes, all of this stuff. And then uh, hears that there's this Star Wars movie coming out and knows that George Lucas is involved with it. And it's his um, it's his switch into becoming, you know, a lover of movies to I want to make movies and I want to make special effects movies with all practical effects. The thing about this is that this movie has been in production for 16 years. Mm. The first time oh, I wow. heard about it, first time I heard about it was in 2005, 2006. And I've been in contact with the, uh, with the, uh, the director, writer, creator uh, ever since then saying, Hey, is this movie out yet? Is this movie out yet? About five years ago, he sent me a in progress uh, editing uh, you know, he is in the middle of editing. He's like, here's an early release five that I'm years. taking around to show to investors. And it was very good then. And then uh, finally, uh, this movie comes out. And so it's this all is, about the love of movies and special effects. This is Patrick Reed Johnson. Is this the guy you've been yeah. talking to? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a little older than us, but uh, clearly of our of our generation. This guy's known for writing Dragonheart, Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure, Visual Effects. He directed Baby's Day Out, which is a little weird. <laughs> um, Put that on my resume. Yeah, stick that on there immediately. But uh, oh, Angus, he directed Angus. That was a pretty good movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so he's doing all the special effects stuff himself. So the, at times there's some stuff that's a little, uh, but for, it, it's a story I think that has a lot of heart and a lot of coming of age type stuff of what does it mean to have a dream and what does it mean to follow it back in the seventies and how does that lead to a career? And this is, um, th- that kid from freaks and geeks is in it. Um, I say kid, I he's know. in his thirties now, Martin but star or uh, John no, no, Francis no, the, Daly. The the, yeah. The nerd. Oh, kid. Okay. Um, yeah. he is, <laughs> we always say that that kid from freaks and geeks and there's like six. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> well, true. But yeah. also keep in mind, this movie was probably shot almost 20 years ago. And now, to, now it's just getting its big official release. And so here's this person who's in his 30s uh, who in the film is still a, a young kid. Pretty so. young. Yeah, it's weird to see that. Yeah. Uh, there it is, John Francis Daly. So um, the cover looks like Drew Struzan drew it. I know he probably didn't, but it's like such a throwback <laughs> to... Influenced. Yeah. yeah, look at this yeah. thing. I'll just stick it in our Discord. But that looks like... Maybe it is Drew Struzan. I don't know. Hey, if, if you had trouble he's getting funding... Of, he's oh, got a wow. lot of contacts in the industry, so... Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he did. That'd be amazing. Anyway, um, now, well, I want to see this. This sounds great. 
Well, what's yeah, funny so, is some of his influence is people like Spielberg, who now has a movie about coming of age filmmakers. Uh huh. That's fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. And so it's this all is about just this now on Blu-ray, right? So not streaming yeah. yet. Okay. No, not streaming yet. I believe it comes out on Showtime in December. Okay. okay. And this is um boy, this one reminds me of that. There was the Star Wars one with the kids who. Yes, that their friend was dying and they needed to go see. Yes. Um, Phantom Menace. Oh, Phantom Menace, right. Like that was, um, That's what this reminds me of, just looking yeah. at this. Thing. So just imagine that you, uh, you, both of you who are, you know, teenagers, and obviously you weren't teenagers in 77, but imagine yeah, you're boys, a teenager yeah. uh, who wants to go and you hear this thing about Star Wars, you've seen a trailer for it, and it's your life's you know, mission to not only see this movie, but also make this movie and go and be part of the industry. And, you know, since it's semi-autobiographical, he does get to meet Steven Spielberg. There's a great uh, actor who plays a very young Steven Spielberg in the film and how he gets involved with uh, um, not Cinelogue, but one of those behind the scene movie magazines that looks at special effects and the creation of special effects. So anybody who has a love for special effects and just the practical side of special effects will probably want to check this movie out. Yeah. I'm very interested cool. in this. This seems like it's going to tickle all my nostalgia bones, you know, sure. just, yeah. just keep in mind. It is a true independent film. So there's some spots that are rough, but overall, I think the story has a lot of charm and heart. Yeah. This feels like if this guy's been working on this for 20 years, a, a bit of a passion project, which I always yeah. appreciate those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was reading yesterday, a whole bunch of stuff about the new Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford's come out and said, hmm. basically he wasn't even interested in the fifth movie, but he, after making it he is convinced this is some of the best work they've done he loved it he thinks Mangold was the right guy for the directing job like there's a lot of positive stuff being said in and around post-production of Indiana Jones and the do we even have the title what's the new title I think it's just Indiana Jones 5 that's all we know that's all we know right but it'll end up being like Indiana Jones and the the, the final adult adventure. The final adventure, yeah, right. Um, but anyway, I guess he's getting de-aged, uh, kind of Marvel style in um, yeah, the, the going film. From, going from a movie about a kid who loves practical effects to Raiders of the Lost Ark, where <laughs> they're going to use CGI and they're going to take 85-year-old, uh, or however old he is, uh, Harrison Ford, and they're going to roll him back to 39 years old for the opening sequence of the film where he's going to be punching Nazis and a whole bunch of other stuff. I think this can be done well. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing how they do it. It's been done pretty well in other things. Um, we can deep fake stuff pretty well that way. However, it, this is interesting because the art, the interview I read yesterday with Mangold, the director was, he was aiming to do as much uh, practical effects as possible mm-hmm. with this movie. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he was, he was avoiding CG at every turn, but it sounds like there's, there's this case where you, if you need young Indiana for your story, how else he going to do it? Yeah. Uh, Harrison you know? Ford, uh, in, I think the same interview was like, this is the first time I've seen it. I believe it. It's a little spooky. <laughs> I don't think you're going to want to know how it works, but it works. Yeah. He's stoked, man. He seemed excited yeah. about it, which he's not known to be for things. He's usually just kind of, eh. I'm going back to yeah, my... Yeah, and then, and then he yelled at the person to get off his plane and... Yeah, get off my plane. <laughs> I'm going back to my Wyoming ranch with my Allie McBeal wife. Rah. Right. Uh, well, anyway. in a museum. I'm excited um, about this movie. Yeah, and I cannot uh, wait. I mean, uh, this is the movie that got me interested into doing film and video work uh, when I was a 10-year-old. So, you know, Brian has The Shining. I've got uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're... If you had a movie that uh, totally changed your life, Scott. But oh, it was just Star Wars, man. Just Star Wars, 100% yeah. at the time, yeah. It was just like, whoa, my whole life is different after Star Wars. 
like a whole trajectory change. No question. I was only seven or eight, but I felt a tangible like shift in direction. <laughs> it's hard to explain. I think a whole generation oh, no. of kids I, I can mean, say that's, this. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. When I sat in the theater and watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was like, holy crap, this is great. I want to do this. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it wasn't so much The Shining for me as, as, as it was Star Wars. The, the Shining <laughs> connection is something far different. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, that's gotta, you've got to be at least more interested in, in movies Oh yeah. Since, since that, and I and see. Since that experience, yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, for when sure. you when you audition for that, did they have you ride around on the trike or any of that stuff? Or no, no. no. Okay. No, it just went into a. Uh, it, it's almost like you you see in movies where you've got um, a bunch of people instead of sitting at a table all watching you or three people sitting at a table, they were kind of sitting on the floor because we were a bunch of kids. So we, right. you know, they kind of wanted to come down our level, and there was a camera. Um. Uh, above the above them that uh, they were just asking me questions and I didn't have to do any lines or anything. It was just like, you know, we're just kind of we're talking to you and like getting an idea of who you are. And apparently they didn't like who I was. So was, did, they, uh, did they ask to look in your mouth or raise your finger or anything like that? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Jeez. <They> did not. <laughs> he doesn't got the right finger for the job. You yeah. Can you say red rum? <laughs> yeah. Say it like an old lady if you can. Billy. Billy. <laughs> Did you, uh, did, did they, does, was director what's his beak there? Or? No, oh, no. Okay. Uh, that would have yeah, been intense. No. Kubrick was not there. Well, if he was there, I didn't recognize him or I wasn't introduced to him. But, you know, who knows? Maybe he was, maybe there was a mirrored, <laughs> one way mirror that he was on the other side. I, I love that idea. It's such so, a great yeah. story. Uh, well, all right. So that's the thing. Watch for that. What, what's the release for this? Next year sometime? I don't even know. Next year, yeah. Okay. I'm excited about yep. that movie. Wow. Uh, Betty is the fi- is is the final girl. Okay, <laughs> in the new horror anthology from Archie Comics. Finally, Archie doing Finally, weird stuff again. Betty doing something. We've had enough of Veronica. Yeah, that's no, right. Let's get to Betty. <laughs> so one of the surprising things over the last uh, again probably decade is Archie just doing these non-Archie comics. Everyone thinks of Archie as this great, wholesome, uh, semi-Christian comic book series. But then, um, you know, about 10 years ago, they're like, hey, what if we do zombies? What if we do horror? What if we bring back our superheroes? And their horror series really went went over like gangbusters. People just love this stuff. And they continue to do these uh, one-shots and limited series every once in a while. Uh, And their final one is the... um, uh, Betty, the final girl, which will play upon the trope of the final girl in the horror movies, uh, slasher movies, oh. where Betty will uh, will get to uh, go after so, some. So this isn't why the last her. man, where Betty's the, just the last woman on earth, or something. No, 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 no. Okay. no. This is this is playing on the, the final. Girl she's evaded Jason and Freddy, and she's the final girl. Okay. Yeah, in the slasher film. So yeah. if if you want to see your Archie comics get a little horror, then this one's coming up. Uh, in February 2023, so uh, you can go and, and get that. I liked the one zombie one you turned me on to. The yeah, Afterlife with Archie. That yeah, was really good. That was great. That yeah. surprised me. The much. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is the one that got turned into the Netflix series. Oh, that's right. And that's oh, I didn't realize that uh, there was actually a comic that was you know the darker side yeah. of things. Yeah, and okay. and of the of the two, I actually thought the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was better. Even and it's written by the same guy. Um, uh, Roberto, uh, I forgot how to, what his last name was. Uh, uh, Aguirre uh, Sakasha, I think, is his name. Mm. Okay, 
And yeah, both of those you need to check out. If you if you haven't read, if you want some horror comics, Afterlife with RG and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina are fantastic reads. So yeah, I suspect that great. Betty the Final Girl, it's only a one shot. It's not a series. Uh, will also have a lot of uh, good good stuff in it. Yeah, um, cool. I, this is worth checking out. I think it's interesting to see how they turn this ancient, you know, thing. Yeah. That's been around since what well, I don't know what the 30s, 40s, the, the Archie started. Uh, yeah, it's 50s? one of the early comic books. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of the early comic book series. It's fascinating how they they've just figured out a way to give it this kind of life. I don't know. I, I, I respect it. I don't love all the stuff from it. Like I don't really like uh, the show. What's the show called? Um, Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. Riverdale. Can't stand yeah. Riverdale. It's just yeah. too backstabby wb whatever too berlanti yeah it's very berlanti <laughs> yes, but uh, but it's not but i but i like that it's a thing and that it has its fans i think that's cool so yeah well done archie you weird ginger okay let's move on <laughs> uh and you got anything else going on at major spoilers because man people are chomping at the bit to get more content what can you give we them we are in the closing uh, weeks of the year which is really surprising so uh, we've got a few more surprises coming up the major spoilers podcast this week we're reading the comic my boyfriend is a bear and um i'm not really sure if this is supposed to be a metaphor or not but like bear up in like who, Idaho bear, like uh, yeah, it's a girl who actually is dating a bear, <laughs> an actual like bear, a like, furry, a, like a large a, hairy gay man. Bear. Yeah, not, <laughs> so not large no. hairy gay men, but like an actual, nope, an actual bear. <laughs> bear. Okay, that's fine. It's, it's weird and it's different. And I was I went into it not knowing anything about it and left going, huh, uh, some things to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. By the way, I have this friend, and uh, I was much younger. I think we were maybe in our early 20s late teens his name was also scott and he was if it was even possible he was skinnier than me shorter and skinnier than me just a skinny kid i i reconnected with that guy maybe a month ago found him on facebook he now literally lives in idaho which is famous for having you know pretty a pretty big bear community up there and he's Bear, bear, or? gigantic man now like i've never it's just buff beyond belief and is the hairiest, gayest bear man. He just, he couldn't have changed more. Like, imagine me turning into, I don't even know what I would have to look like, but it's unrecognizable as this guy I used to know. Anyway, it's totally fine. He's, he's very happy up there and it's all good, but uh, it just threw me for a loop. Anyway, there's a fun story for you to take home to your kids. Uh, hey, Steven, is there anything else? Oh, no, you already told us what else is going on. Yeah, so oh, check no, it no. out. Seriously, though, uh, both of you uh, sound like you got some sniffles still, Brian, and I know, Scott, you're still recovering. Yeah. So the most important thing for both of you right now is to stay hydrated. That's good advice. I like that. Yeah, he's not wrong. Do you have the sniffles? Are you? Uh... I have the sniffles. Yeah, yeah. the sniffs. But I, I get the sniffles uh, starting in uh, November and ending in march so <laughs> seasonal sniffles right? seasonal sniffles yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, season sniff brian over there uh and you're going to seasonal vermont sniffles. that'll be fun that's nice and cold and uh, snowy it's, up there uh, yeah that'll really do wonders for my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see your dad and stuff that'll weeks. be fun yes yeah it'll be nice to to get some pre-christmas hangout time with my dad yeah nothing wrong with that yeah. Um, I uh, well, yeah, we'll let you we'll let you guys know can, what that means. Can for you content, schedule? But. Can you reschedule your Texas trip for while I'm in? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't even know when we're redoing that. I think it'll be after the first, is my guess. After the mm. first of the year, I don't actually know. Uh, all right, that's it for that. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, one quick Easy. thing: trains, planes, and automobiles. Something yes. I noticed. All right, 
I did a watch of this because I do every year. For Thanksgiving, yeah. For Thanksgiving, one of the, one of the, the best Thanksgiving film. Truly, I mean, honestly, I don't think we have quite come to grips with just how much we got out of out of um, John yeah. Hughes. John Hughes films are, yeah, so great and so multi generational. I mean, Breakfast Club is is the perfect We're, example for me because so many levels. You know, the, the fans at, at every level can enjoy them. Yeah, they're just all so oh. great. Anyway, that movie is one of the greatest movies ever made, and certainly the best Thanksgiving film ever made. Or maybe even holiday film. I don't know. I come close to just saying it's one of the greatest films ever made. But anyway, notice while watching it, and I found this article to kind of to sort of confirm all of this. We're not going to read too much of it or, or get into it, but um, I wanted the chat to have it. But basically, it comes down to this: that movie is entirely solved immediately in modern times, and by that mm-hmm. I mean Lyft, Uber, and cell phones. <laughs> That's it, right? That's it. Yeah, done. All of it's fixed. With those, true. the advent of cell phones and uh, car uh, share ride sharing, yeah, and so all it will, of it, yeah, it will forever be stuck in the time it's stuck in because of that, and that's fine, still classic and amazing, sure. But I do wonder if there's some future generation of kids who watch that movie and just go, "Why don't they just call, you know, an automated Uber pickup? <laughs> why don't they just pull out their cell phone and?" Yeah, it's like, <laughs> exactly. is that? Did you guys really not have cell phones back? Like, I could just see that yeah. being a being a thing. It is. It's you know. I mean, the, we look at movies like uh, the Out of Towners and, and things like that, and say we could say the same thing. Jack Lemon, if he just would have like pulled out a payphone and gotten a or a cell phone and and booked an Uber, then all their problems would have all been their fine. problems go away. Yeah, it's funny how yeah. that works. And so I'm actually kind of it weirdly had this other effect on me where modern things. I have more respect now for the writing in modern stuff because yeah. the modern stuff have to account for these conveniences. Right. And if they can still pull it off and create tension and create drama and all this with those conveniences, I think that's kind of hard and yeah. and good when they can pull it off. So, <laughs> Hi, police. Yeah, there's a guy in a hockey mask coming after <laughs> me with a machete. I'm going to go ahead and hang out in the... Uh... <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. I don't know. It's just been on my mind. Uh, Crystal Lake, yeah, uh-huh. that's where I'm hanging out. Do you see my GPS? I'm sending. I'm sending you a push pin right now with my Apple Maps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See you in a few minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Solved. Yeah. Done. Jason has no, 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 no purview over your life. Exactly. Maybe kills Kevin Bacon, but that's about it. Maybe that's it. There you have it. Uh, one tiny recommendation. It was actually because uh, Brian liked it, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to watch it. I watched the the uh, the Guardians holiday thing oh, after you did Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That was a great time. Yeah, it's it's light, fluffy fun. Yeah, and it's know? short. It's like forty nine minutes or something, and yeah. it reminded me of those Christmas specials when we were kids. They're terrible now, but exactly that's, that's clearly what they were doing. James Gunn's obviously a fan of that stuff, and he it was just silly and fun and short. And Mantis is my MCU crush and continues to be. Yeah, I didn't expect Tom Clementieff or however it's pronounced. However you yeah. say her name, yeah, she's awesome. Oh my gosh. I love it. I really like her interaction with Drax. Like those two, I want a buddy road trip movie with Mantis and Drax. I guess this was kind of it, but I want I want a full two hours of just Mantis and Drax. Yeah, it was really fun. Really, really good. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Uh, See it before the hell. There is a stinger, but of course there's gonna be a stinger. And uh what was I gonna say? There was something I was gonna say about that. Oh shit, I missed the stinger. There's a stinger? Oh shit. There is a stinger, yeah. I assume there wouldn't it's be one for that. It's a Marvel thing, Scott. Yeah, but Ma- I, I don't know why I thought there wouldn't be anything. I need to go look now. Is it's, it- it's cute. It's it's as light and fluffy as the rest of it. Okay. Um, 
What about, uh, but you still haven't seen Werewolf by Night, right? No, still haven't seen that. Okay. I should see that. This Guardians holiday special was actually the first thing planned, the first Marvel thing planned for Disney Plus before WandaVision, before any of that stuff. This was the one that was that was uh, they were making plans for first. Weird. And it's taken this long for them to get it done. That's really weird. Yeah. Well, they got in under the wire because James Gunn's like, "All right, see you, Marvel. I'm off to exactly. DC for." He still has uh, Guardians three to for things to wrap up, but I think filming's already done with that. Yeah, it's they just, they're done uh, with principal photography. That's next year, too, right? Next year, I think. Ah, Is it? I think so. I think it's their major Marvel for the year next year. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Who's major Marvel? There's like eight movies coming out next year. Are there? I thought there was only like uh, Oh, we got Ant-Man, Quantum Mania. We've got uh, uh, Marvel's, the Captain Marvel's sequel. Oh, I forgot about that. We still have to watch the original. (coughs) I thought that was 2024, but that's fine. Um um, well, let me see. Because those things get shifted around all the time. So That's hold true. on a second. That's true. Any given weekend and they're like, oh, Let's we see. moved it. Uh, yes, May is, well, May is Guardians 3. Marvel's is July. Captain America New World Order is, uh, I'm sorry, that one's next year. Um, so Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians, Marvel's, and then... Is there something later on the year? <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I take it back. That's a lot of that's a lot of Marvel next year. They're they have yeah, plenty coming Blade, out. Blade got pushed to twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um, Echo was Echo a thing? Echo was Echo is going to be a TV show, I believe. So oh. I mean, but then we have yeah, we do have all the Disney Plus series. So we've got oh. Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki, Ironheart, Daredevil, Born Again. Right. <laughs> Craven the Hunter. Okay. Okay. Sure. All sure. Right. <laughs> X-Men 97. Not, not quite MCU, but okay. Blade got, yeah, you're right about Blade. I hate that that got pushed. Agatha, the Coven of Chaos thing uh, at the end of the year. Well, there's a bunch of stuff. There is a bunch of stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, no shortage of Marvel content I'm coming up. I'm bummed Thunderbolts got pushed to, or I guess it is a 30, or is 2024, but. Thunderbolts. Oh well. Yeah. Tw- July of 2024. July of 2024. That's the big, that's like the capper to phase four, right? I think. I think it's so hard with, without there being a big Avengers style ending for each phase. Yeah. And then Avengers secret wars in 2026. Right. And the King dynasty dynasty before that. And uh, this is all, it's all getting interesting. It's a lot of, a lot of shit coming down the pipe. If you guys are into it, you're into it. Uh, but you've got time. You've got time to watch uh, uh, Captain Marvel. You've yep. got time to watch Ant-Man and, and the Wasp. Yep. You've got time to watch... What else is there? Thor Love and Thunder you haven't seen yet? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. So that one i got to watch. Uh, I have no problem watching that, that. Just haven't got around to it. Um, yeah. I still haven't seen Dark World. Werewolf but... by Night. Oh, Dark World. Should I skip There's Dark enough World in Dark World that ties into... Actually, there's a big thing of dark world that ties into love and thunder so i hate to say it but oh. you probably should watch it because there's a bunch i mean i know that it has ties to Endgame, but yep. i don't know i don't know why it feels weird to go back and watch that that's one though that you can put on you know while you're doing other things and pay half attention to it oh all right well i have a project right now that's perfect for half attention viewing so cool. there you go all right you've convinced me hey quick email from jeff sire in grafton ontario he sent this email to the morning stream at gmail.com and he says this Oh, wait, I haven't done this in a while. He's in Canada, so here you go. Canada! All right, he says, 
Scott and Brian, the T-shirt I'm wearing in this picture is for the anniversary of D-Day. All right, so you people at home can't see this, but there is a photo, which I will now share. It's a very cool shirt. It is rad. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, it says, of D-Day, codename Operation Overlord. The top, okay, so This is coming from our trivia questions last week. We were talking about mm-hmm. uh, beaches that we landed yep. on. Says so the top line lists all five of the beaches and the flag uh, of the troops and the flag of the troops landing on the beach. U.S. flag for Utah and Omaha, U.K. flag for Gold and Sword, and Canadian flag for Juneau. Although we had a different flag at the time of the invasion, a regiment I served in the Queen's Own Rifles. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, landed in the first wave on Juneau Beach. Our vets are insane, have insane stories of the landing uh, that they would tell us. Anywho. Uh, mostly writing to say how happy and uh, Jen and I are that Scott and Kim are feeling better. Well, thank you for that. Kim's Kim Kim's not so long COVIDy as me. She's done much better oh, with this. Well, yeah. she needs somebody needs to keep you uh, <laughs> in check. So it's good that she got out of the, the COVID fog. I agree. Her birthday. <laughs> she can tomorrow. pull you through. <laughs> just so you know, chat I'm, and everybody listening, I'm going to tap you people tomorrow to just flood Kim with birthday messages tomorrow. She, oh, she, tomorrow's her birthday. Yeah. I want to over. I want to overwhelm her with frog pants family stuff. Yeah. All right, that's the deal. That's the deal. Anyway, there you go, Chad. That's a picture of uh, of Jeff and uh, Jen. They are wonderful human beings. And you can see that cool flag he's wearing. That's pretty awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff, for your email. The morning stream at gmail is where you can send your version of an email, and we'd love to hear from you. We'd also love you to hop on over to patreon.com slash TMS. We're nearing the end of the month, so it's a perfect time to hop in and be ready for the benefits that come in uh, December. So get in there now. Uh, patreon.com slash TMS is the place. You'll get pre-show content every single day. We'll have a couch party this weekend. We are doing one Friday, right? Mm-hmm. We're finally back to yeah. We've, well, I guess we had a play date, so we did have a couch party last week. But yeah. back to actually watching something for a uh, couch party. Yeah, we're getting the Miss, we're getting Ms. Marvel done. Uh, oh right, yeah. yeah. I forgot. I'm excited to pick that up again. Get two or three episodes, maybe three or four episodes, <laughs> in if they're short. Yeah, they're shorty shorts. Uh, so there's that couch parties, like we mentioned, art in the mail, other great monthly benefits. Go check them all out at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. And if you're looking for anything else to request a song or any other thing we do here on the show, all of it is linked at frogpants.com slash TMS. Speaking of music and requests, probably have one today. What do you got there, Brian? I do. And it's funny because uh, prior to you getting COVID, I, I told the chat room or told the listeners, uh, hey, we need more requests for November. Please get some more requests in for November. And then you got COVID and we had a whole week off. And it's like, oh, no, now I've got too many requests for November. <laughs> so when I can, I'm going to try and double them up like today. Tom wrote in and said, hello, stuffing and birthday cake. The 24th was my wife, Maria. Um, I'm sorry, Malia's birthday but i doubt you're gonna have a show on thanksgiving malia you're amazing and can do anything you put your mind to here's to another year of realizing everything we know is wrong she enjoys movie scores metal and disney covers an indie dedication would work too as happened on our anniversary nice and then uh, Mrs. Taffy Guy Ronan said, I've waited long enough. The best way to spread Christmas uh, cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Uh, said by Buddy the Elf, of course, in the movie uh, called Elf. I'm mm. ripping the Band-Aid off. It's now time for Christmas music to be played. Can we get a random van sound clip? Oh, my Lord. Um, yeah, I can. Hold on. This can be arranged. Uh, <laughs> let's do a good one here. How about yeah. uh, random? Okay, I'll just pick. Um, here we go. Can you say Star Wars? Star Wars. Say Star Wars. Star Wars. 
<laughs> Do you have the, is the Obi-Wan Kenobi one handy? Uh, oh, I love that one. Obi-Wan That's my Kenobi. Favorite, yeah. um, hold on. Kenobi. Here it is. <laughs> he can say it fully now. That was back in I'm 2021. Sure. It was almost a year ago. That's weird. Wow. Look at the date on here. That's great. Anyway, favorite, my favorite clip. Nice uh, all right. Uh, well, let's get to uh, let's get to some Christmas music. And those of you playing the game, don't worry. This doesn't count. This is uh, a cover, so covers don't count. This is brand new. I've been recently getting into the music of Remy Wolf. Uh, she is a uh, a new kind of indie songstress, pops uh, indie pop songstress. Uh, kind of whacked out. Her music is not uh, uh, family friendly in in some cases, but it's I don't know what it is about her voice and her arrangements. But I really really like Remy Wolf. This is a brand new single that she just released. It is a double A side of Winter Wonderland and Wham's Last Christmas, which of course the latter is the one we're playing for you today. <laughs> Here is Remy Wolf and Last Christmas. See you guys tomorrow.
Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Do you want to play with me?